Hey witches and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't know how exciting it is for you guys. I know I say that all the time, but it's really exciting for me. So, this week I'm super excited because we have a major Sabbath this weekend. Actually, some people consider it a minor Sabbath, but I like to think of it as a major Sabbath because it's one of my favorites. Letha is Sunday, June 20th, and we also have Father's Day that same day, but... I think that we can make it all work. So, I've got some big plans for this year. Unfortunately, I do have to work um, in the morning, but when I come home, I've got a lot of things I'm going to be doing, and I'm actually going to uh, do some videos and show you guys some things I'm going to do for the Sabbath to celebrate. Um, we'll get into it all. I did do a very, very short bonus episode on this uh, Sabbath last year. It wasn't very detailed, um, it was actually just very quick, so I wanted to get more into it this year and talk about some things, some of the um, backgrounds behind it without getting too specific because I want to keep it basic because this is the basic witch and we have a variety of witches in our coven here, so I don't want to get too, um, too tracked onto one path of what it means to that specific path because so many people... I mean, there's just a lot of different paths here, and I don't want someone to take it and me say something that's not part of their path and create any confusion. So, we're going to keep it mildly basic, but also um, talk about things that kind of work for all the paths and just the generalness of it all. But, um, I'm, I'm really excited because last year at this time, I was not in the best place, um mentally I mean I was but I wasn't everything going on with COVID and just the panic about what the world was going to be we were all just in fear I mean if even if you don't believe you know if you're on that side of COVID situation I don't want to get political here or anything but um COVID was kind of scary at first because we really didn't know what the hell was going on and we were all made to fear it in a different way um I had lost my job a month before Letha and Things were just in a weird spiral at that point, so I didn't really celebrate the way I wanted to or really enjoy it because I was so worried about everything else going on, but now it's different, and I'm really ready to just kind of kick back and enjoy Letha this year and and do it my way. Um, I really hope that you guys can all find a way to celebrate. I know some of you are still in the broom closet, and that's completely fine nobody's pressuring you to come out at all but I still want you to be able to celebrate in your own way so we'll talk about all the ways that you can do that you can celebrate with others you can celebrate alone you can celebrate in the broom closet all the things all the ways we're just going to make it all one big fucking happy time here um but no I really want everybody to still have some way to celebrate it even if like I said even if you're in the broom closet because there are so many people are still in the broom closet and I completely understand because I spent many years there so don't feel rushed to come out if you're not ready or if you can't because of relationships or anything like that so um yeah I'm really excited to jump into it so I'm gonna take a small quick break and then we will dive into it yeah another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I'm back. Okay. So, I want to address something right off the bat. I'm sure some of you will remember that I used to pronounce it Litha because that's what I was taught in my early witch days. Notice I didn't say baby witch because I just, we've already talked about that whole situation and I just don't do the whole baby witch thing. You can be a baby witch if you want to be a baby witch, but you are a full witch. It doesn't matter. You just haven't embraced all your powers yet. Anyway, continuing. Um, it wasn't until about nine months ago that someone told me that they pronounced it Letha and a lot of people pronounce it Letha and I was like, well, fuck, I guess I sound stupid because I've always called it Letha because that's what I was taught by the old witch that taught me some things. So, I felt kind of dumb, but however, call it whatever the fuck you want. Letha, Letha, it is what you want, because, guess what? You're right. There's no wrong way to be a witch, so fuck it. Say it how you want. It's also known as the summer solstice, or midsummer. Um, it, it has other names as well, because there are other ties to it. Um, there's different parts. We're not the only, witches are not the only ones, obviously, who celebrate it. It goes back way, I mean, it predates Christianity, so there's other civilizations that go with Litha, Letha, Summer Solstice, Midsummer, whatever the fuck you want to call it from here on out, we're calling it Letha. For me, anyway, call it what you want. But it predates Christianity. It just is a great time, a joyous celebration. It is literally a time of abundance. It is time to fucking celebrate. Everything is just growing and hitting starting to bloom and full amounts and the crops are planted and it's just a time to relax and celebrate but don't relax too long because we still have a lot of work to do Letha is usually in June for us here in um, our areas of the world not all of us are in the same area so um, the Northern Hemisphere, it is, the, for this year, it's June 20th. and the Southern Hemisphere, it's December 21st. So, if you are in the Southern Hemisphere, you would be celebrating, um, Yule. Sorry, my God, my brain did not want to work. You'd be starting to celebrate Yule there. So, we will do a discussion on that. And I'm sorry if you guys are on a different, um time from us but that's just how it works you guys are experiencing cold right now in the southern hemisphere or we are sweating to death so we will trade in about six months moving on okay so it's the longest day and the shortest night and it's almost like the sun stands still the actual um the latin trend i believe it's latin i could be completely wrong but the solstice part comes from the latin Phrase. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck this up. Solstitium, S O L S T I, T I U M, which means the sun stands still. Basically, for the next several days, it's gonna look like the sun is rising and setting in the exact same spots because it's kind of right in that sweet spot of midsummer. So that's why they call it uh, a summer solstice. So we're just kind of transitioning into summer, but we're also starting to get our days are going to start getting shorter again. And it's just, it's crazy how it just happens so fast, honestly. But 
it is definitely a time of celebration. Uh, the crops are planted and they're growing. The woods and the forests, whichever one you want to call them, whatever. Everything's full. It's reaching full peak. There's an abundance of wildlife and people. I mean, you look outside and you see bunnies and squirrels and chipmunks. And unless you live in the city, then you probably see a lot of birds and stuff and some crazy people. But, I mean, even living in town here, I look out right now. I'm literally looking out my window and I see two chipmunks or two squirrels out there chasing each other. There's a bunny that just hopped by. It's just in a time of abundance. They're taking their nuts and they're stashing them and they're preparing for... Their parties, they're gathering things and having a great time. And you know, the little squirrels are all partying together with their little nuts and gathering and hanging out. I would be too. If I was a squirrel, I'd be like, come on, guys, come over and check out my stash of nuts. That just did not sound great. But you guys know what I'm saying. It's just a great, joyous celebration. There are a lot of things that we can do to celebrate the Sabbath. And I'm going to start sharing some of those with you because I've got some plans of my own. So. One big thing to do is to sweep the house. <laughs> this is basically, um, you're metaphorically going to sweep it. So, I know that you don't want to go out and buy a brand new broom just to burn. So, what you can do is make your own broom. Um, there's different things you can use. You can literally just take sticks and put on a bigger stick, tie it with some twine and put on a bigger stick. You know, take smaller ones with leaves on them even. Tie them together, make your own, meta, you know, metaphorical broom, and then tie some, um, whatever you feel like in there. They say rue, um, I like to use different things. You can, honestly, you can use whatever you want. You can just put some essential oils in there if you have some fresh herbs or dried herbs or whatever you want to do. Just tie them in there, make it your own little broom. Sweep your home, start from the back of the home and work your way all the way to the front. Actually, do your whole property. You want to, I mean, if you can, if you can't, if you just do the home, it's fine too. But you're metaphorically going to sweep out all of the bad from the past season. We're starting fresh. It's a time of renewal and a time to just start fresh on a lot of things. So um, once you've done that, once you've swept out all the negative energies from the past season, you are going to set that broom ablaze. And when you do that and it's burning, look into the fire and see what you see. Do a little fire gazing divination. Um, it's really cool. Last year I saw some really cool shit in the flames that came from our little fire that we had. And it actually rained, if I remember right. It rained and I was so bummed. But it stopped long enough for me to have a little fire and Travis and I got some really great pictures. Um, I posted them in the group. I remember doing that. And then, of course, everything I posted before um, these past couple months was deleted when I had to make 18 different fucking Facebook accounts. But I do remember sharing a video and some um, pictures of some cool shit that we caught in the fire. And, of course, you couldn't see everything I saw because we all see things differently. But... I did see some really cool images in the fire, and um, it, I guess it was kind of a warning. I, I guess I should have paid attention because there were some warning signs of the hell that I went through. But uh, I, I didn't trust my instincts, so yeah. Like I said, um, you don't have to go buy a brand new broom to do that. And if you live in a small space and you can't 
say you live in an apartment and you obviously can't have a fire, a giant fucking fire in your apartment, make a small broom of something. Get a couple twigs, get um, a popsicle stick, and something just any little thing that you could add to it to symbolize a broom and you could just do it even with um like a rub some paper towel and put it on a match or something just symbolize even if it's a broom that's like the size of your finger I don't care it's just something to symbolize the concept and you don't have to go through and physically sweep your damn floors just metaphorically sweep out the negative energy and then you could burn that little tiny match and the little paper towel in your cauldron or in the sink or something. Um, if you want to use it with a candle or something. It's just a way to symbolize starting over and having this fresh new aura and ambiance and everything. It's creating new, new space for you to blossom and bloom yourself. Which is a really important thing for us to do. It is also a time of sensuality. So, listen up. This is the time to pig out. And you're doing it for your craft. So, eat all the sweet foods. Whatever you see fit. Normally, honey is the big um, additive in honor of Letha. Anything um, with honey in it. Add honey to make some sweet buns or a honey cake. Or um, just add a little honey to your coffee or something, whatever. If you can't go on full celebration of a big celebration, do something little. Literally add, like, a tiny teaspoon of honey to your morning coffee or something, you know. Just something to symbolize that you're celebrating. There's just so many different ways that you can do the little things. If you're coming outside at night and celebrating... And the thing you could do is connect with constellations. We celebrate our star, the sun. So why not celebrate all the stars while you're out there? And just gaze at the constellations and see what you see. I mean, we all know the, you know, the common constellations like the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper and Orion's Bell and the, the normal constellations that everyone knows. But look for something else. Like, take a gander and maybe you'll see something that you've never noticed before. Just take five minutes to just gaze and appreciate everything around you and think of the new the plans you have for the new season ahead and how you want to prepare and, and start looking forward to things coming up it's really a great time to just start kind of visualizing things and and taking a look at your future and appreciating where we've come from there are specific um things that are associated with letha like the colors would be green gold and purple so you could decorate your altar for these and we're going to do a, an episode I think next week on altar decorations and different ways to celebrate and decorate your altar for different times of the year different um, things that you're trying to connect with I know that we talked about this last week a little bit when we started talking about color magic but it's kind of the same concept um, you want to tie in different colors and different uh, things with meaning for whatever it is you're trying to manifest at that moment. So we'll definitely dig into that next week. I think that's going to be a really fun episode. But like I was saying. The colors associated with Letha are green, gold, and purple. The crystals are amber, garnet, obsidian, moonstone, jade, and emerald. Flowers are honeysuckle, roses, chamomile, and lavender. 
I love honeysuckle. I have a honeysuckle bush right outside my kitchen. I freaking love it, but this damn thing has taken over, like, my whole area, and I'm going to have to trim it back. It's, at first it was cute, it was so small and tiny, and I was like, oh, how's it going to survive? And now it's ginormous and taller than me, and it's huge, but the smell's fucking amazing. When the wind blows just right, it, like, wafts the scent right into my kitchen. It's like, perfect. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> Some of the, can't speak today. Some of the animals associated with Lisa are butterflies and robins and horses and fireflies, which I call ladybug or lightning bugs. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I was talking to Travis about this um, a couple days ago. I feel like a dumb fuck because my entire life I thought fireflies and lightning bugs were two different things. I had never heard anyone call a lightning bug a firefly my entire life until about five years ago. And then it wasn't until maybe two years ago that I realized that they were the same fucking thing. I don't know why I thought fireflies were something completely different. Well, not really completely different, but like a special breed, I guess, of a lightning bug. But then I realized I was a dumbass and they're the same fucking thing. Which is funny because my oldest growing up, he called them lezo bugs. And as you guys know, he turned out to be, well, he was a she at birth and then was a lesbian and then became transgender and a he. But it was just so funny that he called them lezo bugs forever. And so now I'm, we still sometimes call them lezo bugs just because it's, you know how you pick up on words that your kids say and then you call everything that and then. You're having a conversation with another adult and you use one of the words that your kid uses and that you have made part of your everyday vocabulary and the other adult looks at you like you're fucking stupid. Yeah, that's our word. Lizzo bugs. But I'm still going to keep using it because it is. So, the horses, they come in here because Letha is also associated with Epona. She's a goddess, and I know I probably just said her name wrong. It's E-P-O-N-A. Epona. I've heard, honestly, I've heard her pronounced both ways, but here's the thing. When you do, like, the pronunciation things on the internet, some of them are incorrect, even if, like, I know. Like, I will literally test it with a word I know how to fucking say, and it'll still say it fucked up. So, just be prepared, because that's going to happen. But anyway... She's a goddess. She is a protector of horses, donkeys, and mules. So, that's another reason why horses are associated with this time of year. The plants are phenol, oak trees, mugwort, and St. John's wort. St. John is another one who's associated big time with Letha in different areas. It's also part of um, the other names. There's one name that certain cultures call Letha, and it's St. John's Dinner. I'm not really sure the background origins on that um but it is also associated with the summer solstice so that is another reason why saint john's wort has been associated with letha for our purposes now letha is also a great time to do spells of protection or love magic and that's one thing i want to actually we're going to talk about in another episode coming up soon is love magic because I think we can all use some love magic. And when I say love magic, I don't just mean, like, sexy love, romantic love. It can be love of any kind, so please remember that. Um, we kind of touched base on that last week when we were talking about the colors and color magic. 
there's different types of love and sometimes those loves intertwine and go together but sometimes they're completely separate you would not do love magic the same on your family like your literal blood family as you would toward your spouse or significant other so definitely want to be careful with that line but we'll get into that later um so yeah those are some different things that are associated with it like i said we there are so many different things we can do to actually celebrate letha and have fun with it whether you're in the broom closet or alone can't do it get out with other people or can't let anybody know what you're doing or if you have a group of people so we're going to talk about all that i'm actually kind of excited for this year like i said i got some cool plans but this also marks the um tradition that i'm going to talk about here in just a minute every year on letha is the beginning of my tradition of making sun tea I know it sounds something minor, like, God, Cassie, that's stupid. I make sun tea all the time. Like, what's so fucking special about your sun tea? Let me tell you what's so special about my fucking sun tea. I don't make normal sun tea. Like, I don't know. I guess it is fucking normal, but to me it's special, okay? I don't know what it is, but several years ago on Letha, it, honey is like the main theme when it comes to Letha and food. So, I made the first jug of sun tea on Letha, fuck, like five or six years ago, and I was trying to think of different ways to celebrate, and I added honey to my sun tea, way less sugar, and honey, and I thought, okay, it's probably gonna taste like shit, but whatever, my family fucking lost it, man, they loved it, so my son was literally drinking like a gallon in two days, so I would have to literally keep making, I was making like three to four gallons a week, because he was literally just drinking the shit out of it, and like nothing else, I had to remind him to drink water, and not just sun tea. So that's become my tradition. And I will try to make it literally all the way through uh, Lamas, honestly. Um, and sometimes I can even make it clear up to Maven, which is in September. But if the sun stays out long enough, it, it can be made pretty late in the year. So um, that's one of my big things that I do. It's just the start of it. I will not make it a day earlier. I will not make it a day later. I start it on Letha every, or Letha every year just because... It's just become my tradition. I know it's minor, but to me, it's a huge deal because it signifies something that my son absolutely loves. My family loves it. And it's just my little way to celebrate because, let's face it, guys, our lives get busy. And we don't always have time to put our craft first. Um, it sucks because I would love for my craft just to be my entire life. But it can't be. I have to be an adult. I have to work. I have to, you know, do adult things, which suck. But it is life, so... Sometimes that's the smallest and only thing that we can do to celebrate. Maybe it's a big fucking day. Maybe I'm working a double shift. Maybe setting a jug of water with some tea bags and a little bit of sugar and some honey in the sun for six to eight hours or whatever is my one way of celebrating Lisa for that year. And I'll take it. So that's just one thing that I always make sure that I do just because it is my traditional thing. I know I made it into be like this some, I built it up like it was going to be some huge magical thing, but sorry, it's, it is to me, I mean, it's, it's to me, it is, it's very sentimental to me. Another thing I like to do every year is cloud scrying. Again, we find ourselves very busy and things going on and it doesn't take more than a second to stop and look at the clouds and I know yeah, it does technically take more than a second but you you could spare a minute to just sit there 
if you're in the car or you're at work and you have a window, to look out the window or at the sky and look at the clouds and just see what you see. Something's going to come to you out of those clouds. Something that maybe somebody else will never see. You can point it out to them. You can literally take a picture and outline it and they would still would never see it. But you will see it and it'll mean something to you. It may not mean something to you right that second, but one day it's going to hit you and you're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense now. That goes along with trusting your gut, which we've talked about in basically every fucking episode I've ever made. But just take a moment and trust yourself to to believe these things and to follow them. We, we're so quick to just blow things off like, oh, it's just a coincidence or, oh, it's just my imagination. It's not always a coincidence and it's not always your imagination. Clouds crying is something that is really good any time of year, honestly, that there are clouds because it's just a moment of freedom to let your brain just randomly just flow and see where it takes you. And you could tell a lot about yourself and what's going on in your life by what you see. If you see happy things and good things or things that make you feel good and happy, then you're in the right path and things are going good and you're probably having a happy time. But if you see things that remind you of something bad or bring up bad memories or make you feel sad or, or whatever the case may be, it might tell you that's time that you need to step back, reset your chakras, meditate a little bit, and clean your house, quote unquote. It can really tell you a lot by what you see, guys. Trust your gut. We really talk about this in every episode. It's really important, though. I'm still guilty of not. I'm, like, really great about telling you guys, trust yourself, listen to your instincts, don't deny yourself, but then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, was that really something, or am I just being paranoid, or blah, 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 I need to take my own fucking advice, but for real, just do it. Okay, so some other ways that we could celebrate, Letha, taking a long walk in the woods, or the forest, whatever you have around, and let's talk about the woods forest debate, I don't understand what the difference between a woods and a forest is. Maybe it's something specific. Maybe it's like the number of trees or square miles or some shit. I don't know. But here in Indiana, it's always been called the woods. I've never heard anyone called the forest. But on TV, they always call it the forest. I never hear them called the woods. So I don't really know what the difference is, to be honest. Um, I'm just going to continue saying the woods. Maybe I'll start using the forest. I'll be like the one person in Indiana who calls it the forest. And they're going to look at me like, "Um, bitch, do you know where you are? And I'll be like, yeah. But I choose this life, so. Anyway, taking a long walk out there and just appreciating nature and and thanking Mother Earth for accepting everything and and apologize to Mother Earth for all the things that we put her through. And it's not just us, it's the other humans that don't pay attention to things or don't care about the Earth. And just go out and have that moment. If you don't have a forest or woods around you, when you're able to, go outside and walk barefoot in a grassy spot. Go to the park. Go anywhere you can just to stand barefoot on Mother Earth for just a few minutes. I do this at least once a day, you guys. I will literally, in the evenings, I will go outside. I will kick my flip-flops off and I will stand barefoot or walk around barefoot and just feel grounded. And just kind of brings me back down to reality. And it's just so nice and wonderful. It really is. It's, and it's free. We can all, it's, it's, it's free. Who doesn't want free? Go camping is another big way that people celebrate it. 
And that's just kind of like, I don't know, that's a big thing to do here in the Midwest. Everybody loves to go camping, and I do. I really do. I hate waking up in a hot tent. Um, we have trailers, but still, because my family owns a, a property out in the out in the forest. <laughs> um, really, it's out in the country that we own um, property, and we all go out there and camp. And I just don't want to be around some of my family all the time, so I choose not to go out when they're there. And I know it sounds bad, but I've cut some toxic people. I haven't completely cut them out because, number one, I know my mother would have a cow if I did. But number two, I just can't completely cut them out because I do love them. They're just assholes. So I limit my time around them so they don't have to deal with the shit. But I digress. Farmer's markets. That's a really awesome way to kind of kick off Letha. Um... I know, unfortunately, with COVID and everything going on, I don't know how many farmer's markets are back open and and going. I know there are several um, in bigger cities and bigger towns have um, access to all those kind of things. Here in Indiana, we have a lot of farmer's markets, but some were down all last year because of COVID. I'm pretty sure they're back up and running. Unfortunately, I work every fucking Saturday, so I never make it to the farmer's market, but one of these Saturdays, I'm going to get a day off, and I'm going to go. So... Speaking of farmer's market, food, baking, honey. I know I said it earlier on, but guys, honey is one of the huge key parts of Letha, Letha, Midsummer, Summer Solstice, whatever. Um, I love bees. And, <coughs> excuse me, if you guys saw, I don't, I don't think I posted it in the group. I recently got a bee tattoo on my knee, and it's so cute. Travis did it. I love it. I need to post it in the group. I think I'll post it on my personal page. But some of you guys are friends with me on there, too. So, I'll post my bee tattoo picture. It's super cute. I love it. But bees are a huge symbolization of Letha and their honey. We are so thankful for it. So, this is the time to celebrate with honey. Try a different recipe. Try something. Um... Like my whole sun tea thing, I was just trying to celebrate Letha, and I added honey to my sun tea, and I made an amazing new thing, even though it's not a huge deal to me. It is a huge deal. But just add honey to something small. Just try something. Speaking of, I'm going to tell you guys, this is my motivational um, incantation I say every morning when I make my coffee. It originally came from a spell that I had done um, with adding honey to my coffee, and it was just a motivational um, spell and incantation for um, having a positive outlook and a positive day and uh, a progressive day, basically. So, you basically stir your coffee while you say, I greet this day with gratitude. I sail through this day on my positive attitude. As my energy now rises, I know I will meet all my tasks until they are complete. So, let it be. And that's it. And I've been doing this for like like seven years now, maybe something like that. I'm telling you guys, I can tell like if there's a day that I miss it or forget, which I do because I'm human and we all fucking forget from time to time. I feel the difference. I really do. It'll literally be like 10 a.m. and I'm like, man, why am I dragging ass? Why do I just feel so ugh and blah? And I'm like, fuck, I did not do my morning ritual. And then I will literally 
like go do something. Maybe it's just taking a drink of my regular drink, but I'll stir my ice because by that point I've already drank all my coffee. But I'll give my rock star a swirl and I'll repeat my incantation and, and I will start to realize that I'm getting myself there. So it's all a mind game, but it's definitely worth it to get your mind in that positive set because it only takes doing something 27 times to make it a habit. So if you wake up and you make your morning coffee or drink, maybe you don't drink coffee, but whatever your morning drink is, if you just stir it or swish it, whatever you want to do, while you repeat that incantation, it'll become a habit and you will start doing it all the time and you will feel the positive changes. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Finally, towards the evening, another wonderful thing to do is to have a bonfire. And again, this goes back to the fire scrying. It is so fun to fire scry. Um, it's awesome. It's kind of creepy because you see some creepy shit in there. And the fire just makes everything seem like creepier, I guess. Um, it really does make it way different. Way different feeling. But it's really cool because you just... You could just see some really awesome shit. I, I don't know really else how to put it, but it could be scary shit, but it could be awesome stuff. So, fire scrying is definitely something fun to try and think about. Bonfires are a really awesome way to celebrate Letha as well. And it's just a good time all around. So, definitely think about that. Um, even if you can have just a tiny little bonfire. It doesn't have to be a huge bonfire. It can literally just be burning a log or setting your broom on fire. And we'll talk about that more here in just a second because I have another idea. And I'm going to take a quick break. Alright, so I've got some ideas for people who are still in the broom closet and or can't celebrate really big or whatever the case may be. Whatever your thing is and you can't really celebrate around a lot of people. Maybe you're at work and you have to do something small so nobody knows or understands or whatever the case may be. Light a candle and say a few different type of aspirations for what you're wanting to accomplish manifest something for the new season um say something that will be a way to rid the past negativity from the past season about something starting over you could just take a quick couple of minutes to come up with something and it doesn't have to rhyme it doesn't have to be major or anything huge or anything but it could be something small just light a candle and do a little um your own little ritual and honestly, guys, if you can't light a candle in public or wherever you're at, I completely get it. Flick your lighter. Say a little thing by the light, fire of the light. If you're not a smoker, don't carry a lighter on you all the time. There is an app on your phone that you can get um, that has a, a lighter that has a candle burning. Hell, you can even go to YouTube and just get a, watch a video of a damn candle on there or a lighter or whatever the case may be. You can do anything small just to celebrate. It doesn't have to be something huge. You don't have to go make a big deal out of it. You don't have to go overboard. You don't have to um, be extravagant. In your heart, you know that you're celebrating it. The whole world doesn't have to be a part of that if you don't want them to. And it's completely fine. I completely understand being in the broom closet or being around people that don't understand who you are, how you are, or your life. And it's completely fine. No one is rushing you to come out or to expose yourself until you are comfortable doing so so with that said please don't um feel like you can't celebrate just because you can't do the big things or anything like that there's so many ways that you can still celebrate without people even knowing what the hell's going on and it's 
it makes it even more special because it's your own little thing and nobody's going to know what you're doing. Um, you could also scry into water. Um, if you can't go out and do a fire and scry into the fire or scry into the clouds, say you're just wherever, look into a bottle of water. Fill a glass with water, put water in a bowl, whatever. You could scry in water and it's really cool too. Because you just kind of let your mind go wild and then see things. And it's it's really actually cool. I do like uh, water scrying. Sometimes I catch myself doing it um, when I really shouldn't be. When I got too much other stuff to do. And I just happen to see some water. Or um, I'm drinking out of my bottled water or my glass of water. Whatever it is that I have. And I just catch myself just kind of zoning out there and doing it. And it it's fine. It's really cool. You, I mean, I have a lot of fun with it, honestly. Sometimes I scry when I probably shouldn't. But... You just feel it sometimes, and or it's there, and you just feel drawn to do it. So don't feel like, you know, it has to be something huge or extravagant or whatever. Do you, and don't let anybody make you feel bad for it. Just whatever makes you comfortable. Um, that's kind of all I got today for uh, Letha. I, like I said, I didn't want to get into too big of specifics because we have so many different witches from different pasts here, and I don't want someone to feel like they have to... Um, change the way that they celebrate because I talked about this way or um, feel like maybe they're doing something wrong because I talked about something that they don't know about or anything like that. So I don't want to get into big specifics, but those are general ways for you to celebrate. Um, just make sure you do something that day. It does. I don't care if it's a small, like I said, flick in your lighter and setting some goals to manifest for the future it is a time to be joyous. Just don't let yourself get down on that day. Sunday, June 20th, it's going to be a day that you are going to remember. I just feel it. I feel that some of you are just going to set some serious uh, aspirations for the future on this day. I really feel like this is going to be a big eventful day. Um, even if it's as small as lighting a candle and saying a small incantation. I just really feel like it's going to be huge for some of us, um, for all of us, really. Before I go, I did want to mention, um, if you are going to make a broom out of sticks, um, twigs, anything from the tree, whenever you take something from outside, if you take something from Mother Nature or a tree or whatever, please ask permission first. Um not permission from like a landowner to take a piece of the tree permission from the tree because it is live it has feelings um it is another creature like us you don't have to say it out loud if you don't want to you can just in your mind think you know and ask for permission and thank the tree for letting you break off of it um i know some of you are probably like, i see what the hell you're fucking losing your mind but it's just something I've always done. Um, I've always felt guilty breaking a limb off a tree or breaking bark off a tree when I was little. For some reason, I would pull bark off of the side of a tree and collect it. And then I would feel really bad afterwards. I felt like I hurt the tree. So just be mindful of the earth and the trees and all the living things that are out there. Um, Mother Earth gave us such a beautiful place and us humans are destroying her and I feel so sad about that, but it is what it is. I do want to apologize for this uh, podcast coming out a little bit later today. I have been so fucking busy. It's my one day off. Um, I've worked literally like 18 in a row, 
even my last day off, which I thought I was completely off, wasn't. I ended up going back into work that night for a few hours. I've done that. Um, I've literally worked all my days off, at least an hour and a half to two hours, each one of my days off, past like four weeks, three weeks, so maybe I've worn 18 days. I don't really know. I've lost track at this point. However, also, um, Travis and I are empty nesters again. Our oldest that was staying with us for a little bit just moved out, um, actually moved to a house behind us, um, I opened up behind the alley, or I sound, that makes it sound really bad, yeah, behind the alley, uh, no, there's just an alley that separates properties, but he moved out, um, yesterday, and so we were back to being empty nesters, he was only staying with us for a little bit, he'd been here since right before Christmas or New Year's, or, or I'm sorry, Christmas or Thanksgiving, um, but anyway, yeah, so we are empty nesters again, and it was weird, but I've got big plans for his old bedroom. Um, today I've been painting and cleaning and scrubbing, and uh, I'm literally going to make that into my entire witch room. Um, I, does that even sound right? I, my craft room? I kind of like that. My craft room. Anywho, um, I've literally been in there working my ass off. We are going to do some major stuff. I do a lot of card readings um, for people. They come to my home, and this way now I have a, just a private separate room to do the readings in. It's not just in my kitchen at the, the kitchen bar or island thing. Ah, I'm really excited about this. So I'll post pictures once I get it all done, but just understand it's going to be several, several weeks of us um, doing things and working on it to get it completely ready where I want before I show the world. I'm pretty excited, though, because it's going to be awesome. It's just going to be nice to have that giant-ass room to do all my cool stuff with. So, I'm pretty pumped. Um, I'm just... You can feel the energy in there anyway. And the the little old lady that uh, came with the house is in there. She stays in there. I think she's more in the attic, but the attic access is through there. But um, we do know for a fact that she does... Her energy is in there most of the time. So that's going to be really interesting to have that new energy in there to um, to feel and to work with. The energy in the room that I'm in right now is my husband's studio room where he does like the tattoos and he's um, got a drum set and everything else in here. We, we call it the studio slash shop, but uh, the energy in here is just a lot different. I feel like this is where the two girls that die on the property, I feel like this is where they're held a lot by the, the mean man that kind of keeps their spirits back. Um, if you guys haven't followed along on that, I want to actually do an episode on all the spirits that live in my home. We've actually made contact with several of them. They are some assholes, actually. Uh, and here we, we do have a jokester. And then we have a very mean uh, spirit named Jack. He's the one who basically won't let the little girls speak to us very much. He gets very frustrated. He has broke my pendulum. He has cracked my candles. He has just done a lot of things to let us know that he does not want them to talk. And I don't like that. Um, so that is kind of shitty for us. But um, I, it's just a negative feel in here. And I want to help those girls. So that's a whole nother episode, y'all, of all the spirits and energies that live in our home. It's kind of draining, honestly dealing with them all, all the time, um, it's not bad, but, like, it's just, it could be overwhelming, um, we do have the three witches, I don't know their names, we're still trying to find out about them, I know that they have been, um, watching over us for some reason, they 
I've watched over Travis when he was younger. And we believe it's very hard to get information about them, but we we are getting some here and there. The dowsing rods, they really seem to work more towards the dowsing rods. They're not um, really big with the speaking board. They do work some with the pendulum, but um, they really gravitate towards the uh, the dowsing rods. And, of course, we've used EBP and um, different tools like that, like pendulum pucks and things like that, to communicate. And we've got a lot of um, confirmation from the things that we found in research and confirmation from them via the things that have come through, the answers that we've got. So it's been really cool. Um, I think I really will do a whole episode on that. Maybe it'll be like a bonus episode or something, but I think this is some really good stories you guys would really enjoy. I like to do some videos, too, of us um, communicating with them so you guys can see. So maybe that'll be something to go on the YouTube channel. Anyway, um, wrapping up, I really hope you guys have a great Lisa. Please take a moment to celebrate the holiday, the Sabbath, for yourself. Um, even if it's as simple as literally buying a honey bun at the gas station or something like that. Or a stick of honey. I mean, they have the CBD honey sticks all over the place. Everywhere I go, I find those at the gas stations and vape shops and stuff like that. But take a moment. Do something at least small for yourself to honor the Sabbath and just embrace who you are, your witchiness. Thank you all for joining me again this week. You guys are amazing. I love you all. Please send me your suggestions for what episode types of episodes or topics you want to hear. You can reach me um, on Facebook, on Instagram, at... At the basic witch 2020. No, it's at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore. Yeah, because remember, we had to do it all weird. Remember, I used to do that with a chicken chicken what? Yes, yeah, oh no, no, I forgot that I got a race too. Shit balls. I am just um, Cassie Godfrey, the basic witch on Instagram. I have to go look. I don't even know what the fuck I am. Anyway, I'll post a link. In the Facebook group, the Basic Witch Facebook group, you can always find me there. Um, I'm on TikTok at the Basic Witch 2020. And of course, you can always email me, the Basic Witch 2020 at gmail.com. Um, send me whatever you guys want to talk about, different topics or whatever. If you guys have questions, if you ever want to reach out um, and something you want to talk about in, publicly in the group or whatever, or if you want privately. Just send me a message there, and it will stay between us. If you would like to be a guest on one of my podcast episodes, uh, we can work out something, even if you are in a different state or country or whatever the case may be. We can work it out. There's different ways where we can do that, where we can talk to each other, and we can uh, you can be like a guest on the podcast. So just let me know. Um, I would definitely actually like to uh, work with some of you guys and do some cool shit. So I think we can have a lot of fun. Kat, Chastin, Amber, if any of you or anyone else I've forgotten here in Attica, if you guys want to do something Sunday evening for the Sabbath, like maybe a small get-together, and I know you guys both have kids or you all have stuff going on, um, if you don't have a lot of time, we can maybe schedule like a 15-20 minute, half-hour little celebration of us um, in my backyard, and we'll do something really cool with the fire pit and we'll just do something so get a hold of me and we will do all that which is thank you so much 
again for tuning in. I love you all. Have an amazing Lissa and blessed to be. Bye.